What is up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Wex Appeal Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am your host, Wex, and I'm so happy that you're joining me here today. Uh, lot, got a lot of great things going on in the Wex Appeal studio and in the Wex Appeal household. So I uh, just want to recap you on that. We've been away for a little bit, took some time. We got some interviews kind of in the waiting that are getting processed and getting ready to come out. So I'm excited to share those with you today. And today's episode is actually one of those episodes. I recorded it um, a little over a month ago. However, um, through editing and, and just life in general, things happen. And uh, had some health issues here in the Wexler household, but happy to report that all is good and all is 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 fine and dandy. That's a funny word, but it is good. Uh, health is 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 getting better in our household. Um, nothing COVID related, thankfully, but um, just some other things that that uh, my wife unfortunately is dealing with. But uh, she is a trooper. She is stronger than anyone else that I know, and she is pulling through and doing doing awesome so we've been away for a little while so i have some episodes to share with you and they're going to be coming in kind of rapid fire so i'm excited to share them with you and one of those episodes is the one that like i said you know a little while ago that um i recorded a little over a month ago with this gentleman and i cannot wait to share it to you however before we do that I do want to tell you about my good friends at Duke Cannon Supply Company. If you've been listening to the show, you know all about Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon Supply Company is the place to go, DukeCannon.com, for all your toiletry needs, I'm going to say, your hygiene needs. Now, basically, if you want to smell good, smell better than good, smell awesome, they have the supplies for you. Whether it's soap, whether it's their shampoo pucks, their thick body wash, their hand soap, hand sanitizer. They've got lip balm, which I absolutely love. My kids are addicted to it as well. They've got beard oil, beard wash, uh, anything to do with beards. And if you've seen me on Instagram, you know I love a good beard. So uh, get over there, DukeCannon.com. And if you use the promo code BBWEXAPRIL, that's right, BBWEXAPRIL, you're going to save 10% off your first order. And uh, get over there, Get yourself hooked up with some smell good. When you smell good, you feel good. You like being around people. Six feet away, of course. But uh, get over there. Get yourself some smell good. Today's guest. I am super happy that I finally got a hold of this guy. Um, I've been following him online. I had followed him a decade ago. And I talk about it in the podcast that he is actually the inspiration for me to put myself out there and try out for a little known show on NBC called The Voice. You may have heard of it. Um, Javier Colon is my guest today. And we're going to jump into the conversation. So it's going to, we were talking beforehand and then I pressed record. And uh, so it's going to jump you right into the conversation, but we're going to talk about how he's been active on social media. He talked about how it's been real weird with this pandemic and him not being able to perform in front of people and how, how different that is. But the guy is amazing. He is just one of those souls that you just attach to. Like the guy, I just had such a blast talking to him and he had to be somewhere. I had to be somewhere. We literally could have sat and talked for hours and we just met each other. And just one of those really cool souls. And I was super happy 
to talk to him, kind of pick his brain on kind of the thoughts that he had during, you know, his time with the voice. It's a really cool story that I didn't even know about um, as far as him even getting to the first season of NBC's The Voice. It was, um, he was on Team Adam. I followed the whole season that year. I thought it was the most amazing new show I'd ever seen. Um, I still love the premise of the show and how they do it. Um, and they are on, they're 10 years later. I think they're on season 19 now. So I hope that you enjoy it. Like I said, we're going to jump right into the podcast and right into the episode. So when, when the actual interview starts, it's going to kind of, you know, jump in, but, uh, you'll, you'll pick right up with, with where we are and where we're talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, Mr. Javier Colon. You are active on on social media. You are on it, and um, and I came back. So I originally seen you on The Voice, of course, as I said, and mm-hmm. um, I was looking back, and I'm like, what season? Like I, I couldn't remember what season, what year, and things like that. And then, man, it's been ten years since, right? I mean, it was 2011. Ten years this year. Yeah, it's been eleven. Ten That's years right. since that, and. Um, so I don't even know if I was on Instagram then, but I refound you on Instagram, like just kind of going through and, and seeing, you know, videos pop up and seeing some of your things where you kind of do duets and, and TikToks and, and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> and man, it just brought a smile to my face again. Like, and, and I love that. And I'm sure for someone like you who is a performer, that's got to be something you've missed for you know for this past year um just kind of being able to go to a show and and of course you being the performer but then seeing that love come back as you know for people sitting and enjoying music so i mean has how has that been i guess for you i mean is is that something that you really just feed off of and 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 go with or you know are are you kind of i i don't know how to say it like are are you like it's, it's more about the music or is it an equal, like the people interaction as well? That was a really choppy uh, it's, question, it's, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, man, listen, I, you know, I think most any performer that you'll, you'll ask, I think they, they'll say that they thrive, you know, and, and uh, get their energy from, from the audience that they're performing from. I mean, there's definitely, you know, when there's no audience, you have to do what you have to do. And, and kind of a lot of times you just kind of search, you know, within and, and, you know, kind of get the, uh, the motivation from there. But, um, you know, any live show that you do, you know, you're looking to, uh, to the audience to, you know, uh, just to kind of get a feel for, are they enjoying themselves or, you know, am I doing okay? Yeah. You know, and if, and if they're giving you that love back, um, you know, that just, it, it does make you feel good and it makes you, you know, want to please them even more, you know, and it just kind of, you kind of keep raising the bar. So, um, you know, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely missed that, especially in, you know, in an age now that we're, you know, all of my performances, uh, you know, with the exception of maybe two or three performances over, over this past summer that I did outdoors, you know, it was just, you know, on, on Instagram, I'm sorry, not Instagram on, on, you know, either Facebook or, or on zoom. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't see, uh, you can't see the interactions except for some clap emojis 
and yep. uh, you know hearts and and stuff and and um and you know and in some cases you, you know when you're doing some other events you can't even see that yeah <laughs> you just like you're singing to to the wall and uh, you get no feedback when the song is over and you got to move to the next song and uh, it's definitely definitely different definitely different um, but uh, you know listen I'm I'm thankful to uh, to still be performing to have been able to do you know some of the the corporate events some of the the, the charity events that I've done yeah uh, to kind of keep keep things moving I've been doing a lot of uh, college events uh, college shows that uh, my college agency was uh, you know has, has been great and has found a you know a bunch of uh, a bunch of universities that needed entertainment and, and um, hmm. they were able to jump on it and I was able to, to do some of that so it's uh, it's been you know it's been better than I thought it was uh, it was going to be but still you know much less than than uh, than I would I'd usually be doing but it's you know it's a blessing we're all you know we're all healthy you know, thank God and, and um, my, my wife and, and my kids and I. So, uh, you know, we, you know, we're, we're thankful. It could always be worse. Absolutely. And, and that's, and that's awesome. And a little bit about, you know, kind of the things I do, I, I DJ as well. So I understand, you know, kind of that feeling when you, and I haven't DJed in a club in gosh, forever, but that feeling of when you look out in the crowd and either they're really into it or they're just not, you know, it just, just to get some sort of reaction is, is, is key. But man, so so we we alluded to the ten years. So it's been ten years since since the voice. Um, kind of walk me through that. Um, kind of take a little trip down memory lane, and walk me through that experience. Uh, and and I think I messaged you this before that um, your performance on season one actually inspired me to go and try out for season two. Um, no, nice. I, I didn't make it at all. <laughs> like I didn't make it very far. <laughs> But I was, I was surprised and very impressed, I guess, initially with the process of trying out and like that whole thing. Mm. But mm. at that point, people knew what it was. So there was 20,000 people easily at the tryouts I was at in Orlando um, right. throughout right. the day. I mean, my, my, the hour I was there, I would say probably at least 5,000. Um, mm. How was that? How was it different for you? Obviously, it was a brand new show, so nobody knew right. really anything about it. Was it a big process? Was it, you know, you know, something that you just kind of caught a rumor of or heard of, or was it something you that they sought you out, or how did that how did that go? So, uh, I got an email from my manager at the time um, saying, you know, email said uh, it was from Universal Republic, which is the uh, record label that's attached to The Voice. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, it was basically a call to all artists, management and, and agents saying, hey, there's a new show coming out. Um, you know, let your your uh, people know, you know, if you want to, uh, you know, to have them, you know, audition, uh, you know, you know, let us know, whatever. Yeah. And um, so I know that they were doing kind of a like a, a cattle call audition, as they say, you know, I hate that that term, but they were doing a, uh, you know, kind of a, a larger audition. Yeah. And then for folks, you know, for the folks that they knew within the industry, um, you know, who, who they knew management and stuff, they were sending a message out. So I was fortunate to uh, have had a, a, a manager at the time and and uh, he sent me this email and they had done the show in Holland, 
So mm. it wasn't completely new show um, okay. because it had been done once. And they did it in Holland, and it was a huge success. It was like the number one show in the country. And they said, you know, we're going to bring it to the States. So um, they had had some clips of the Dutch show where, you know, the, these folks would be singing and the ch they would press the button and the chairs would turn around and all the excitement and stuff. And um, and it was very interesting. I was like, this is, I'm like, okay, yeah. this, is, this is cool. Um, and to, to give you a bit of context, I, I mean, at the time, um, you know, I had been without a record deal. I had a record deal before The Voice. Mm -hmm. uh, I was signed to signed the Capitol Records, and I released a couple albums uh, with uh, them. I was listening to them. I was actually go. listening to them earlier today. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah, so I was going back and listening. So. Nice. Um, yeah, some some folks don't don't know about those um, because it, back then I only went by my first name, mm -hmm. uh, which was the record label's idea. It was not my idea. Yeah. Um, but I only went by my first name. So if you look up Javier Cologne, those albums will not come up. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, so I, um, you know, I had, uh, gosh, I completely forgot what we were talking about before that. Now I started talking about my old, my old album. Oh, like, the old album. So, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I had a, a, an old deal with. Um, you know, with with Capitol Records, and uh, you know, I, I I was like, I wanted to to try to find my way back into the business, yeah, the old way. You know, uh, I had lost my deal in 2007, mm -hmm. so for the for the last for you know for the next well two, sorry 2006, so for five years I was trying to find my way back into the business, and you know I I couldn't you know I, I would you know was going knocking on all the doors trying to do all the things trying to get another a record deal and I, I couldn't get one. Um, I had ridden the wave that I was on with Capital as long as I could. Yeah. And um, I had had, you know, some some gigs here and there and and I was doing some college shows and stuff back then. Um, but it was, you know, it, my opportunities were dwindling. Yeah. And uh, it, in actually in January of 2011, uh, early January, two, uh, January 4th, I think, I had a, a showcase for uh, some executives at, at Blue Note Records. And I really okay. thought, uh, Bruce Lundvall, before he had passed, he had yeah. signed Nora Jones. Um, he was uh, amazing. And um, I really thought that they were going to sign me. And then they didn't. And they decided to pass. And I, it was like a dagger uh, in my heart because I was like, okay, well, I mean, that was kind of like the last guys that were even potentially interested in me yeah so i um you know uh then this this email comes two weeks later and you know my manager's like you know you should do this and i'm like no i'm like <laughs> i don't you know i don't want to do it i was still kind of hurt by the being passed on a couple of weeks earlier and still thinking in my mind that i i i could get a record deal but i mean it was foolish because we had been trying for five years and, and yeah. the, the last folks that i had you know hopes in signing me, you know, had just passed. So I was just being stubborn and, and um, I said, absolutely not. I was like, I'm not, I'm not interested. You know, he's like, well, let me sign you up for, for an audition. And I was like, no, nah, you know, you, you can, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, he's like, well, I'll just, you know, I just gotta, I get, I get a time for you, whatever. So actually he had already gotten a time for me uh, <laughs> without, without speaking to me. And I, and I was like, sometimes it's good uh, to have people like that in your life. <laughs> It is. It is. It is true. I'm. A, I'm. I'm a. I'm a coach for CrossFit, and sometimes I sign my athletes up for competitions. Like, hey, what do you think about this? Okay, cool. Because you're already in. Like, this is this you're is right, happening. Right. You know, we're gonna test you here. Here's here's your number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so so he kind of threw me in, and, and um, I thought about it for a little while. I showed it to my wife, and and I showed it to, to my my family, and my uh, brother, sister, some friends, and um, and they're like, oh, you, you should do it, you should do it, and I'm like, uh, the more they would say I, I should do it, the more I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And uh, eventually, I came to the, to the conclusion that I did not want to do it. And I said, you know what, I'm not going to do it. I decided I'm not going to do it. Um, I called my manager. I said, listen, um, can you just call, you know let them know that I'm not I'm not going to go um, because I didn't want you know to you know I just didn't want to you know piss anybody off and and yeah you know them be waiting you know and I blow the opportunity then the show turns out to be a big hit and then I want to go the next year and then I can't go because I pissed them off sure so I was like you know can you just tell them I'm not going but thank you for the opportunity and and uh you know that you know that was it and and he said okay okay I'll call him so then uh like another week goes by it's like two days before the audition and my brother calls me and he's like hey hop so you know what did you decide you're gonna you know do that audition and I said no nah, man I'm not I'm not going dude I'm, I'm just not I'm not feeling it and he was really quiet He's my older brother, four years older. Okay. Uh, and he was like, he was like, ha, huh, what, uh, what do you have going on in your career right now where you think you should miss this opportunity? And I was like, damn, <laughs> like you got me. I'm like it's because he was right. I had nothing. I had really nothing going on. I had nothing to look forward to. I had no, pers- you know, prospective deals or. Or I mean, even really great shows. I mean, I had a couple things lined up, but nothing that was life changing. Nothing that was going to get me from you know where I was to where I wanted to be. Yeah. And I said, you know, damn it. So you're right. Okay. So I called my manager back and I said, hey, did you cancel that audition? And he said, oh my god, I completely forgot. I'm sure he did. And I said, <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah, of course. And I said, you know what? Don't, don't. Uh, don't cancel it. I'm going to go. And he said, okay. All right. And I went and um, it was, uh, it was, it wasn't as, it wasn't as crazy as it sounds like it was for you with 5,000 people yeah. standing outside. Uh, it, this it, was, it literally was a cattle was like, call. Like, like that, that term actually <clears throat> is perfect because they took us right. from a giant ballroom with probably 2000 people in it. <clears throat> and they funneled us down to, you know, about, you know, groups of 500 and then they funneled us down. And this is before we sang a note, any of that. Right. Um, they filed us, funneled us down to groups of 500, then down to like a hundred, then down to 50, then finally down to 10. So they would bring a group of 10 into this little, you know, kind of, it's one of the little ballrooms that you get at the, at the hotels, but they're not quite big enough for like a big party, but just like a conference room. And right, right. literally a table with a person sitting behind it and an X on the floor. It says, walk up to the X, sing the verse, sing the chorus. If we like it, we'll have you, you know, sit down and come back and do a different, your, your second song. And if we don't, yeah. you know, thank you for your time. You know, we'll just send you on your way. So I made it that far. <laughs> I, got, nice. I, I got to, I got to sing you know one verse you know one chorus and you know it wasn't we had i think one person in the group that was actually even held on to um to sing a second song um but you know i mean they were going through it so quick it was it was it was very efficiently done and done in such a way that i really 
I, I respected the process. Um, and especially with that show being what it was, like they came out at the very beginning. They didn't want to be like anybody else. They didn't want to be like American Idol. And they literally came up to the front and said, if you are here in a costume or trying to make a scene or trying to like get your 10 minutes of fame, you know, for whatever bit you want to do, go home. This isn't what this is about. Uh, So I really liked that. Um, It was it was more about the actual talent as it was as opposed to the the quote unquote show. Right. Right. I, I that's something that I did like uh a lot about the voice when i you know finally got to be in it and and uh, and see the the process that it wasn't about people in in chicken suits and mm-hmm. uh, or people in in a in a bikini like you're not going past the next stage if you can't sing and that's yeah. just you know it's uh that's the bottom line it was about you know being able to sing you yeah. know for and that only you know uh which which i thought was uh was awesome so uh, i agree i agree with you um, on, on that, uh, 100%, one of the, definitely one of my, my, uh, my favorite things, you know, about the, the, the show, uh, you know, was that it, you know, you could be, you could be anybody, you know, yeah. it didn't, it didn't, didn't matter. You know, they were gonna, you know, you could, uh, you, you'd be anybody and still stand a chance. You know, I thought that was, that that was awesome. Yeah. So, so for you, so you get through the, you know, you get through the initial process, you go to the audition, like what were your thoughts walking away from that? Was it like, all right, cool. Threw my hat in the ring and, or, or how did that, how did that go? You know, I felt, I felt, I felt like it, it went, it went well. Um, I was totally unprepared, um, you know, cause I wasn't planning on going to audition. So I didn't even really read the audition, like, like what they wanted you to prepare. Yeah. And you probably know they, they, they wanted like, uh, you know, a song that was popular in the last five years or yep. something like that. Like a, you know, um, something like that. And they said like, they, and they said, no, uh, they said no originals and, um, something else they said. And, and then the, yeah, no. Yeah. So basically, yeah, they said, you know, covers within the last five years that were yeah. hits and no originals. Um, I went in singing an original. <laughs> <laughs> I sang, uh, and then I sang another song, you know, that was time after time that was 20 something years old. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I, uh, something else. No, I think that was, those, those were the, the two that, uh, that I sang. And, um, Oh no! And then I sang somewhere over the rainbow, which is even older. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and I was I I broke all the rules, uh, but I didn't know them. I like I said I, I wasn't planning on going. So, um, they ended up giving me this little piece of paper that said, "You may be called to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not definite, but we may call you, and you know, and let you know that that uh, you're moving on." And I said, okay, well, that's not, that's not noncommittal. Um, but I guess that's good. If that's, if this is what everybody's getting that they like, I guess, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it's not a no so for sure. <laughs> it's not a no, but it's not a yes. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then, um, and then like a week goes by and they're like, uh, I get, uh, an email from, uh, from my, or a, email I was an email from my from my manager saying hey they uh they want you to go to LA and they, he sent me the the email and I'm like okay and I get the email and 
I look at it and and uh, it says, you know, they want you to come like like in it was like eight days from from that day that I got the email. They wanted you to leave and go and to be in L.A. Um, th there's no end date. It <laughs> just says you go out there. Uh, like it was like the beginning of, of um, beginning of February. Um, this one, no, was it? Yeah, beginning of yeah, it was beginning of February. They wanted you to go out. It was like first week of February. They wanted you to go out and and um, just be out there and you know you're gonna do you know compete some more uh, you know to try to still get on the show. Yeah. And so um, I mean to make a, a longer I mean this is a, it's a it's a long story if I tell like the whole nuts and bolts <laughs> of it which I won't go into all of it but yeah because um, I almost ended up not even going after that point. Um, uh, okay, I'll tell part of the story because um, yeah, you, you can't so, leave that. <laughs> I can't I can't leave it like that. So, so, okay. So I'd gotten to this next phase and they wanted me to go out there and something that I had on the books was this, uh, was a college show, um, a college show that, uh, uh, it's like a showcase. So when you do the showcase in front of a bunch of schools, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, you do like a 15 minute performance and from that 15 minute performance, you can end up getting, you know, 50 gigs, you know, okay. from yeah. it, like, you know, different, you know, colleges all around the country. And um, I had, had uh, like, towards the end of March, I had, no, I'm sorry, uh, no. Yeah, it was, uh, it was towards, the end of, uh, towards the end of March, I had this, uh, or it was the end of February, actually, I had uh, this showcase. And um, I had told my wife, I said, well, I mean, this is cool, they want me to go to L.A., but if mm -hmm. I can't get out of this, if I can't fly out to go do this gig, then I'm not going to do it. Because, you know, I can't, you know, like the last time I had done this thing, I got 40 shows, you know, from this one 15 minute performance. It was like a, yeah. a life changer for, for an artist, you know, trying to get out there. I mean, to get 40 gigs, um, you know, all around the country, you know, like that, that it was, it was good money. And my wife and I, we had our, our two girls at the time. Yep. I was like, I can't, can't mess with that. You know, I can't mess with that. That's real money versus chasing something that's like something that, you know, is not likely going to happen. Um, so I, uh, you know, I told, I told my wife, I promised my wife, I said, listen, you know, if they don't let me leave, uh, then I'm not going to do it. So I called my manager when I got the, this letter and I said, uh, Hey, this is awesome, but you know, you get to ask them a couple of questions. And the most important question is that I have this thing, you know, can I leave for a day? You know, like I'll leave in the morning and I'll be back the next you know, day by noon. Yeah. But I have to leave to do this gig. So he asked them and then he got back to me the next day and he said, then they said no. Mm. And I was like, okay. I said, wow. I said, okay, well that's, well that's it then. I guess, I mean, that's, that's done. And I told my wife, uh, you know, that's what they said. And she was kind of like, you know, she kind of felt bad, but I mean, it was just reality. I'm, 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 I have to take care of my family, you yeah. know, and nothing can come, nothing can come between me and, and that. Um, and then, you know, through uh, some uh, divine intervention and uh, just through some amazing friends that, uh, you know, found out, you know, so a lot of friends had already, uh, you know, I had told a bunch of folks that I had gotten in and, and, um, and that I had auditioned for this thing that I couldn't really tell them about. But I had auditioned for this thing, and, and um, uh, that I, you know, I might, 
be moving on to the next uh, level. I told a couple of close friends and sure. and uh, they said, uh, you know, I, then that, you know, I told them that I probably, you know, at this point wasn't going to be able to do it because of this, you know, I was like, I can't, you know, I can't break my promise. I mean, this is, you know, and I also can't be irresponsible, you know, um, it doesn't make sense to chase this, you know, this, you know, thing that's going to be likely nothing and, and throw away, you know, what could, what could be, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars of you know, or more of uh, you know, of shows that will literally make a, a difference, you know, will be everything in our, you know, in our I mean that's like that's that's our that's my year. Yeah, right absolutely. There, you know. So um so I said uh um you know so I, I told some friends and, and basically, you know, I had one friend who stepped up and said, Listen, I will um you know, anything that you need. Uh, in the time that you are out there, um, he said, "I've got you." Hmm. He said, "You have to." He said, "You have to go. You have to do this." Wow! And he said, "I'll send you a check tomorrow." It was, ugh, it was, it was awesome. And it, you know, it. He's a dear friend now, but but back then he was just, uh, he was an acquaintance. He was someone I had done uh, a couple uh, a couple shows for mm-hmm. and he just uh, was a very very and, and is a very very generous guy and he believed in me and he always you know he had loved my uh, you know, he'd just been a fan of, of my talent and and, and had uh, you know been a supporter and, and he found out about this through a friend and it was like whatever whatever he needs wow I've got him and, that awesome. and that's yeah, that's the reason that I was able to go. Yeah, to to audition in the first place, and it always gets me because I I think about you know had he not done that, how light how different my life you know would be you know at this For at sure. this point you know because yeah. it would it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been um, uh, a possibility you know so yeah it's uh, wow. there's some amazing people out there that kind of stuff gives me and, goosebumps and, man like like I'm sitting here I'm just, just like wow that, that's that's listen, incredible I've, I've, I've told this story. Gosh, I mean, I don't, I don't usually get into all of the the stuff like this, but I've told this story, you know, a bunch of times, and every single time I tell it, I still, you know, I get all, mm, yeah. you know, because it just, it's, you know, it was then and still is, you know, today that that important to me, you know, that, and and just I'm still in awe of of um, of the generosity uh, of uh, of of this this friend that I I will love forever. So. That's yeah, fa- that's, so that's fantastic. That's how it almost how it almost didn't happen. Man, I said I wasn't going to tell the story, and then I tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah, I mean, you couldn't leave it off on the on the cliffhanger of you know. Yeah, I almost I just didn't go. I, you know, I didn't didn't do it. <laughs> um, so so you know, you're there. You're on the show. Like you know, you're standing there. You got four judges backs to you. Like how how's that feeling? Like what's what's going through your head? Like, I mean, you'd performed you know, before, but not up. like I that. <laughs> I had performed before. I, yes, I, I had. Um, but this was this was different because it was like, you know, you had to to prove yourself. Um, you had to kind of, sh- you know, prove your value almost. Mm-hmm. It was a very weird thing to me. I mean, it's almost kind of, you know, when you're opening up for a big artist and like there's a crowd out there um, and you have to kind of woo them or they might not like you and not pay attention to you. And, you know, yeah. It, but it was like a million times worse because you have these superstars that are, you know, facing the other way. And, um, you know, there's, there's pride in it. Um, 
where you don't want to be, you know, uh, somebody who um, who doesn't get a chair turn, and you know, you want to feel like you're good enough to for you know for them to like you, and you know, it just it's just it's a very weird feeling trying to like um, uh, you know just to kind of prove your worth, you know, uh, as a, as an artist uh, to other artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was weird, but you know, the thing that I told myself kind of you know right before I went on. Um, was that you know I try to be a realist you know with with myself whenever I, I I have to be, and in this case you know I was super nervous going out there when they opened the doors when they showed the opening of the doors, um, actually I was especially nervous because so the way they you know like you had said it's kind of a well-oiled machine uh, the way they kind of run things, um, they were running things pretty well there was a lot of like downtime for us on on shooting days but mm-hmm. this particular day. Um, you know, they had us, uh, um, they had us, you know, in this holding room w- away from where the auditions were taking place. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause they didn't want any of the auditioners to know like who's going where on what team and, and all that stuff. You know gotcha. what I mean? Yeah. They want it, you know, they don't want anyone to kind of be aware of, uh, you know, if this person made it or if this person didn't make it and you know, like, they just don't want anybody to know that stuff. Yeah. Uh, even within the camp. So, um, so, uh, they let you come over to the to the 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 building where the auditions are, like when you're basically on deck. So you get to watch the person that's auditioning in front of you, uh, and then that's and that's that's it. So I was there, um, sitting there. I was watching um, uh, watching this this amazing performer sing. Um, she was singing uh, "Genie in a Bottle" by Christina Aguilera, and Christina okay. was one of our coaches, and she absolutely smashed this song and i mean she crushed it she killed every note she was just absolutely wailing i thought it was amazing and nobody turned around ha huh. and i was like oh my god what are they looking for because yeah. i'm like that was and i'm super picky like i'm a picky guy like i'm not gonna tell you that like you know you sing great if you don't sing great and man like she was amazing and she did not get a chair turn and that was like that was the instant like I wanted to throw up at that moment. I'm like, okay, so I've, I'm like, so the chances of me getting through then, are not, I don't know what they're looking for, but the yeah. chances of me getting through are not are not good. If that girl is not going to be in this show somehow, I have no idea what. That's crazy to me. Yeah. So I joked with a with a producer, you know, in the back, and I'm like, she's singing this awesome song with all these runs and stuff. And I was singing, you know, time after time, you know, by Cindy Lauper. And I'm yeah. like, oh, wow. I was like, is it too late to change my song? You know, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, no, you can't, you can't change your song. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, you know, which I knew, but I just was kind of trying to find some, you know, a light moment in what was a heavy moment to me. Yeah. Um, so I went out there and, and I said to my, you know, before I went out there, I said to myself, I said, look, um, you know, there's certain things you can control, there's certain things that you can't control. You can control, you know, your body, make sure you don't trip up the stairs mm-hmm. and, you know, make yourself look like a fool on, on YouTube. Um, you can, uh, you know, you can control what comes out of your voice. You can control the way you play the guitar. I cannot make them hit their buttons. Yeah. So do the things that I can control to the best of my ability. And the rest is not up to me. Yeah. And that is how I found comfort in being able to walk out there and say, you know, this is, 
you know, this is it. I'm, I mean, that's all I can do. All I can do is the best that I can do. And that is all. And if it's not good enough, then it's not good enough. And that's, you know, and that's, that's what it is. Yeah. So I went out there and, uh, I, you know, I did, you know, when I look back at it now, I was like, man, I, I really don't like that performance at all. There's so many <laughs> things that I, that I would have liked to have nailed a little better, and, you know, whatever, but, yeah. uh, but it worked, you know, it, it worked. I was able to get my, my four chair turn and, and, um, and yeah, and, uh, it, yeah, I, it got me on the show and, and, uh, I was very, very thankful to, uh, to get on the show. Lots of, uh, lots of, lots of pressure. Lots and you, pressure and you were one of two, right? The, of that year. That's right. Myself and, uh, and Jeff. Um, yeah, well, I think we were the only two that got before chair turns that year, man. Yeah. They were hard to come by, hard to come by <laughs> back then. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they could afford to be a little bit extra stingy, uh, you know, being the right. very first year and, and kind of not knowing what to expect. I mean, knowing that there was success somewhere else, but right. You know, success they, they ended up. Yeah. Success over there versus success here. You never know. Right. You know, it's, it's true. And, and, uh, they had even, so I, I skipped the part about when, so when we got to Los Angeles, um, they, they were still auditioning. I mean, there was, there was, you know, you, I, we went through like maybe three or four more auditions in front of executives. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, before, before being able to get to the, the final, uh, uh, you know, the blind audition in front of the actual coaches. Yeah. Um, so people were getting kind of, you know, weeded out and, and sent home and, um, they had kept, you know, a, a large, you know, group of us uh, that were going to be, you know, we were the the final ones that are going to be on the the blind auditions. Yeah. And um, this first season, they went through, uh, they went through everyone, and they still had, I think, uh, uh, two spots on the team, <laughs> on on the team. So they ended up having to go back, and uh, and and redo folks. I don't know if you remember that from, from season I, yeah, one. Yeah. I vaguely, I vaguely um, do remember that. Yeah. But they had kind of gone through everyone. They said, okay, well we have to like, we have to go, you know, we got to get people back. So they brought 10 people back that had already uh, been told no and, and put them back in the mix and they were able to take, uh, take one or two from, from, uh, from there. Gotcha. Uh, but so yeah, they were, they were being, they were being very, very, you know, very tight that, that, that first year. Yeah. I, I could absolutely attest. And, they were, and I, and yeah. I think that almost makes it to me better because you know, we're, I don't even know what season they're on now. I, I'm going to be honest. I've lost track of the show. 19. No, 19, gosh. I think 19. Yeah. It, um, it's crazy. 19, it, it, yeah. It, it's crazy. And, um, and I, I love the show. I still love, you know, the concept and, and everything, but man, that first season was just, it was fire. Like you guys came out and just, and just, I mean, really there was a lot of talent there. And, you know, like you said, they were super picky in the, in the blind auditions because they could afford to be, it's brand new and they want to make sure it, it, it takes off. Right. Um, but some of your performances in that season, um, like mind blowing and, and, and I, I, you just played it, uh, and, and did it on, um, on your on your Instagram or on TikTok, you you post on both. So you you, you post your TikTok videos on Instagram. So I was like, I, I don't know where I saw it, but um, I don't think Instagram likes likes me when I do that. But um, everybody yeah, doesn't know do that sometimes. Everybody doesn't know. <laughs> like I see so many TikTok videos on Instagram. It, it, it it's know. it's all good. But you did um, Coldplay fix you, and mm. man, 
Like it, it, it's one of my faves. It, that is your version of it to to this day is my favorite version of that song that I've ever heard in my life. Um, just incredible, just an absolute incredible version of it. Um, the song, thank you, man. The song was great, but I, I, there's just something that you do with that song, man, that just kind of takes it over the edge for me. So when uh, you, thank you, thank you, Matt. I, I appreciate it. that. That one almost didn't. Uh, well, that one and uh, a couple others might not have happened had it not had I you know had it not been for Adam yeah um uh, there's a uh I had a list of, of songs that were like my go-to songs that mm-hmm. you know in my time you know having been uh you know doing performances you know from my Capitol Records deal and and onward you know I just you know in doing your shows you kind of know the songs that people you know tend to talk to you about after the show the mm-hmm. ones that they like the most you know what i mean so i had a kind of a list of those songs that were kind of the songs that would i i felt that would would be uh the most impactful you know and um there was uh, uh at the beginning of uh was it no it was like the second the second live show or was it the first i think it was this no it was i think it was the first live show they wanted they wanted me to do um a song they wanted me to do um uh, Every breath you take. Okay. Um, which is a, a great, yeah, great song. Uh, but this was now for the first live show, so we've already gotten. We did the audition, the audition show. Well, we did the um, the battles, the battle battle rounds, and then now we all went home while they were doing all the editing to kind of start putting the show on air, mm-hmm. and then we go back for the live shows. Um, you know, we know that we've made it through, but we can't tell anyone. Yeah. Um, so we have to kind of be hush and as the show is kind of going. And then once the live show starts, that's, you know, we go back to LA a week before to kind of start the live shows. And so they have, you know, they sent us while we were on the break, they sent us what the, the song was going to be for our first live show. And it was, um, it was this, it was every breath you take. And I was, I was like, ah, you know, I love this song, but it's not, it's not one of those songs, you know, it's not one of those you know what I call your go-to wheelhouse songs. Yeah. And I was adamant. I was adamant that like, you know, I I, I had like was studying up. I was you know like trying to figure out like how, what's the the best way to kind of you know to always have your best foot forward in 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 one of these types of shows. And it's like you know you got to sing your best songs at all times. Mm-hmm. And even if you sing your best song, you could still get beat out by somebody else's best song. Sure. But you don't want to go in there with anything less than your best songs. And I felt like I had my list of best songs. And um, I had seen this, you know, email with this song coming through. And I was like, I, uh, I was like, how do I do this? I'm like, you know, what if I'm like, you know, if Adam picked this song, you know, who am I to go and, and drop him an email? Cause all we had was their emails at the time Yeah. and say, Hey, hey you know, Adam, uh, you know, I know you picked this song for me, but I want to change it, you know, cause you know, I know better than you see, like <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want it to come out that way. Yeah. Um, but at the same time I knew I was like, you know what, if you some, you know, I'm a firm believer in like, you don't get what you don't ask for sometimes, you yep. know? And if I felt this way about the song, I felt like I, I should find a way to, to say something. So um, I wrote him an email. I don't know exactly how I worded it, but I basically said, uh, hey, Adam, super excited to come back. Um, you know, uh, I, I got my song, uh, you know, choice for um, for the, the lives. Um, I'm excited about it, but um, I, I wanted to, to send you this, uh, wanted to send you this list. Uh, it's a list that I've compiled of, of some songs that that I really feel um, I um, kind of are, are my, like my best songs. 
Um, here are some YouTube links, you know, to some performances of me, you know, doing these songs. Um, and I would love your input, you know, and if you think there's another song that would be better, um, you know, please let me know. So I kind of put it in his court, sure. you know, um, and, uh, and he wrote back and, uh, he said, um, he said, Oh, how about we do, he said, why don't we, let's, let's do angel. He said, you know, he said, if you don't feel, you know, you know, you know, let's, yeah, let's do angel. If you don't feel comfortable with it or something like that. Um, I forget how he, how he said it, but he said, but you know, yeah, let's, let's, let it, we'll change it. So we get to, and I was super psyched. So we get to, um, uh, the first week, you know, and, uh, I had run into the, one of the executive producers of the show, the, mm -hmm. the guy who brought the show from Holland. He like one of the originators of oh, the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Highly, highly respected guy. Um, and super nice, but you know, super honest, you know, and he comes up to me and he says, Javier, I don't like your song choice. I don't like, I don't like, why did you change it? I don't like, I don't like this song. Hmm. And the song that shows up was Sarah, Sarah McLachlan's Angel. Yeah. Um, and um, he says, I, it's too slow. It's too sleepy. People are not going to like it. I don't, I don't, I don't think you should, I think you should change it back. And this was now maybe four days before I'm supposed to perform it. Oh, wow. And, and in that moment I had to kind of decide, like, you know, am I going to, am I going to listen to him, you know, uh, who is this, you know, this guy that, you know, not that anyone, everyone feared because he was super nice, but sure. he was like, the, he was the dude, you know, he's like the guy who uh, everybody looked to for direction because he's the one who made it a hit in Holland in the first place. So um, in that moment, I had to, you know, kind of make the decision. And I think this is where having a record deal uh, before this point really helped me. Mm -hmm. Because you know, there's so many times that you're in a record deal in a situation where they're trying to do something, they're trying to make you do things that you want to, don't want to do, or they're trying to make you someone that you're not. Yeah. And um, you kind of have to, if you want to, you know, to keep your artistic integrity, you know, you you have to speak up. So in this moment, I said, you know what, you know, I've been. He's never heard me sing these songs before. Um, he's never been at a show of mine where people would say things about certain songs before. So in this particular case, when we're talking about my own voice, I have to know better than he does. Yeah. If, even though he knows television a lot better than I do, obviously, um, I know my voice um, and I know what hits people, you know, when I sing it better than he does, because he's not he's only seen me sing one song. Yeah. So I said, I said, man, you know, I said, thank you so much for, for your concern. Um, uh, I, I think I'm, I have to, I said, man, I really, I think at this point, I just have to keep this song. It's, we were only four days away. We've already rehearsed it. And I just, I don't, I just, I, I, I don't, I think, I think we need, I need to keep it. And he kind of cut me off and was like, okay, okay. I just, I don't, I don't want you to get sent home, but you know, uh, good luck to you. You know, I, I just, I think it's the wrong choice, but good luck to you. That's all I can say. Yeah. And he walks away and I feel like, oh, shit. I'm like, this is, <laughs> you know, I just pissed this guy off and, and now he's going to hate me. Um, so then I, you know, I, I end up getting to the show. We, we, I sing Angel um, sitting there at the piano. And um, it was uh, that night. It was the first song uh, on the show that had cracked the top 10 on iTunes. Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> and, um, 
which it had not done, you know, uh, previously. And, uh, which was, you know, and everyone was congratulating me the, the next day, you know, saying, Hey, the, you know, that was the toss you were in the top 10. And I was like, Ooh, I was, I was happy. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the day after that, I saw this, uh, executive producer, he came up to me while we were all in a, in a big common area. <clears throat> and he said, um, he, he didn't look re- me in the eyes. I, don't think. <laughs> I think he kind of looked down the whole time, but he said, Javier, you were right. I was wrong. Congratulations, and we walked away. <laughs> and that was it. And that was all. That was all we we ever talked about it. Um, but um, but yeah, he was uh, he was a super good guy. I think he wanted what was what he thought was best for me because he he just liked that song more. He thought that the uh, uh, that angel wouldn't connect with people, and and uh, fortunately it it uh, it did. It was one of my favorite songs that I, I sang on the show. Yeah, well, and and I think also it goes to you know going back to your performance and how how you perform there's there's a certain there's a certain quality in your voice and in your delivery that i think connects with people um in in watching the show in seeing all the stuff that you're you know like i said putting out on social media and 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 you know kind of watching these little interactions and the duets i think are hilarious like that you're that you're doing uh tiktok they're fun they've been fun you know, just kind of that that fun interaction. You can tell that you enjoy what you're doing, but not only do you enjoy it, but you're ridiculously skilled at it. <laughs> um, you know, and and you, you know, your range. Like I don't know that I've heard anybody with the range that you have. It's just it, it's it's borderline ridiculous, man. <laughs> well, thank thank you. But there's definitely some folks that have higher range than me that I that I love. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I just, uh, I, I try to, I, you know, I sing a lot of high notes when I can, uh, but it, you know, there's definitely some, some folks out there that, uh, that can sing, sing circles around, around my, my high notes. Well, so, so who, who are your, who are your influences? Like who, who are the ones that, man, if you're going to pop a, you know, pop in a CD or we don't do CDs anymore, you know what I mean? <laughs> Cracking open. You, you aged yourself. You I aged did. Yourself, but, I did. But I aged myself in, knowing, in saying that I'm, <laughs> I'm, I agree with you 100%. What, <laughs> um, what's, your, what's the playlist? There, 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 we, there we go. What's, what's, uh, what's your mix going on? You know, the, the playlist varies, man. Um, you know, I love all the old stuff. Uh, like all the old soul stuff, you know, the, the Stevie wonder, the, the Ray Charles, the, the Sam cook, especially, oh, yeah. uh, the Otis Redding, uh, the Donny Hathaway's, uh, like th- that stuff, um, will always be, a uh, a big part of me too. Um, you know, and then the, the newer, the newer R and B stuff, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, the, the, the Brian McKnight's and, and, um, and uh, you know, Babyface, and I say newer, but you know, I mean, like you know, um, just stuff in the the '90s and and 2000s. That that stuff was very influential to me. Yeah. Um. And uh, and then also, I mean, not only on that side. I mean, I you know, I grew up in a in a Latino household. My mom is Puerto Rican, my father's Dominican. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, my first sing thing, songs that I I sang were were in Spanish. You know, um, you know, people like um, Camilo Sesto and and uh, Julio Iglesias. Um, uh, um, Jose Feliciano, mm-hmm. who played the guitar, and sang. It was just uh, beautifully. Um, those were some of the the early uh, the early influences um, uh, on me. Uh, as far as a 
from a, a singing standpoint and like from the R&B side of things, I would probably have to say Brian, uh, Stevie, Stevie Wonder and, and Brian McKnight were probably the most influential at uh, at me trying to oh and and Wanye Morris from from Boys to Men oh yeah uh, those man guys, you just you yeah. just hit my you just hit my like my childhood <laughs> like like yes. I mean we're we're about the yeah. same age I, I'm I just turned forty this year so okay. yeah. I, you know that that man you're you're running me right down memory lane um, of you know throwing in Boys to Men and just just checking out. <laughs> I would. I literally. I just tried to be the little one. Yeah, I was literally just trying to sing all of his songs. I was in an acapella group, and and yeah. like that, you know, that that was always my part. Was trying to sing the the Wanye stuff, even though I couldn't sing it great. You know, uh, I felt back then. But um, yeah, so those those were the the folks that really kind of influenced me on a on a uh, from a from the vocal side. Um, but not only. I mean, I guess not not only them because I mean I was still a fan of. Of uh, of Journey and and uh, and Genesis and and Toto and uh, gosh uh, George Michael um, so many others that uh, that were you know influential you know so a lot of a lot of rock guys you know too yeah. that were that were influential uh, in kind of how I ended up you know shaping my voice and lastly you know one of the most important ones for me you know from a songwriting perspective. And from a guitar playing perspective, um, it was James Taylor, who was oh, wow. been yeah. a huge, huge influence on uh, on me. You know, being a guy that 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 makes a living, you know, sitting, you know, on a stool playing a guitar and and singing from his heart. I mean, that's just what James Taylor has done for for decades. So um, he's definitely been you know, a big, a big influence um, on, on me is, uh, as well. So those are, those are probably my, my biggest ones. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I, I know we're running short on time. So, but I want to, uh, you know, kind of get to the, uh, kind of your, the finale, you know, of, of season one, like, tell me kind of, you know, I, I, I imagine a million emotions going all over the place when you're in the, you know, in the finals, you're up there with, yeah, you were up there with I want to say Stevie Nicks. Am I right? Mm-hmm. You're up there with That's Stevie correct. Nicks singing "Landslide." Yes. yes. Yeah. So up there with yes. Stevie Nicks singing "Landslide" in a in the finale. All the you know things that go along with the TV. What's you know where where's your head at and and how how were you feeling with with all that? I wanted to throw up all over the place. <laughs> Just. Wanted to just—I mean, I was on the verge. It felt so that week when Adam, he he uh, he told me he said, "Hey, guess what?" I said, "What?" He said, "You're singing, what's Stevie Nicks? You're singing Landslide with Stevie Nicks for the finale," and I'm like, "Shut up!" And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, no, dude, you're singing, you're singing with Stevie Nicks," and he's like, "And I'm mad because you're gonna sing with her before me. That sucks." <laughs> and I. I, I, I wanted to throw up and I, I had known the song landslide obviously it's this iconic song oh yeah I had never sung it I had never sung it before mm-hmm. so I, wa- I needed to kind of go through and make sure I knew the lyrics and and um you know really study it and and so like you know she's an icon you know Stevie Nicks you, you don't want to you don't want to mess you know mess that up you can't mess that up yeah so um so I went to town on it just kind of singing it and learning it I mean like I said, I, I loosely knew it, but since I had never sung it before, I didn't, I wasn't sure on all the lyrics, Yeah. but I wanted to make sure that I, I had it down. And then 
the day of uh, of uh, the performance was the only day that I got to to rehearse with her. Oh wow! So um, so that morning, uh, or early afternoon, I should say, they uh, you know Stevie shows shows up at the um, at the soundstage, and I meet her there, and she's there with Wadi, her guitar player, and um, one of her background singers that she's brought with her, and then it's uh, Adam and myself and we're all we all kind of meet on on the side of the stage and um she says let's go through it you know and she you know she you know, we introduced everybody to everybody mm-hmm. and um she said you know she brought her her background singer along so that she could basically be the one to coach me you know for all the mistakes that i may, <laughs> I may <laughs> sure. make you know in, in singing the song um so I learned the Sheryl Crow version. She, you know, they sent me. They said, "Listen, the, this, the version that she sings with Sheryl Crow, this is the one that that, that you, she wants you to learn. So you sing all of Sheryl's parts." And I said, "Okay, I got it." So that's what I learned. And I, uh, you know, we're standing in this circle, and I'm so nervous because I'm, I'm like, if she hates it, like I'm going to be able to read it on her face, and she's going to just be like, "This is this. Why do you have me come and do these things?" Yeah. Um, so I, you know, we sing it through, and you know, she looks at her. Um, uh, her background singer and, and I'm looking at her and the background singer and Adam and and she was like that was great that was great <laughs> and, and like no notes like it was it was awesome and I'm like yes I'm like great thank you awesome so thank you so much and so then we decided then we went and went to do, do the the rehearsal with all the cameras flying over and yeah and uh, like on the stage you know in places doing it like with mics and everything and um, towards the end of the song, I started to get really emotional. I was like, what, you know, what, is, what is happening? Uh, I look over at Adam, and Adam's getting emotional, sitting there watching it, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, it's just how far we had come, you know, from the audition to this point. And, um, you know, he was really invested in it. I was, you know, I was invested in it. And, and uh, to be able to see this happening was just... Um, it was it was it was amazing. Uh, we ended up doing the show, the, doing the show, doing a song uh, that night. Um, and if you watch if you watch it back, you can see that like I would not take my eyes off of her because mm-hmm. you know she would do these little things with her hands that would would kind of conduct the song really. So yeah, I did not want to miss a beat. So I would just literally I was like looking at her like my life depended on it, you know. <laughs> And um, she kind of conducted us through the whole song, and and we and we did it, and, and uh, it was and it was amazing. And after the confetti fell, and and you know after they announced that I had won, um, she was still standing, uh, you know, side stage, uh, and I I got to go up to her and I said I said Stevie, thank you so much for for uh, giving me the honor of, of of getting to to sing with you. It was it was such a pleasure, and. Um, she said to me, she said, uh, you know, she said, Javier, I've never, I've never sung that song with a, uh, with a man before, with a, with a male vocalist. Uh-huh. Uh, she said, and that was, she said, that was so perfect. She said, I, I, I probably will never sing it with someone, uh, with another male again. It was, she said, it was just, it was, it was perfect. Oh um, and I want I want to remember it like that. And, um, and it was, it was just such a, uh, just a beautiful, uh, a beautiful comment and that that and and, and compliment that uh, that she gave me and I I just um, I, I 
I, I, I will cherish that that moment and that that opportunity to, to get to sing with her. Yeah. For for as long as I live, for wow. sure. That is amazing. So, as as we're wrapping up, man, because I know we we had said we both got places we got to go and stuff, but I know, I know, <laughs> I could do this for another hour, man. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm I'm having a blast, man. Just just chatting with you. I, I am. Too. Um, Likewise, man. Kind of, you know, if you could, in you know, give somebody who is, if you could look back ten years, you know, you're you're looking back at at you know before you you did the voice and somebody in your situation, somebody who is either trying to get into the music business or you know has been kind of getting those closed doors, what advice would you give yourself now on this side of it? that you wish somebody would have given you then? Um, so 10 years ago before, before I went on the voice. Yeah. So you're, you know, you're, you're banging your head against the wall, getting closed doors. Mm. The voice hasn't come yet. Right. You know, the, these things, right. you know, what, what would you have loved to have known then that you probably, that you know now? Um, you know, with me, you know, for, I, I feel, uh, I feel, you know, if, if you want to succeed in, in, uh, in music, you have to, you have to be seen one mm -hmm. way or another. You have to get yourself out there. Um, you know, I was out there, but I never, you know, before the voice, but I never got like fully, you know, in front of, you know, I didn't get in front of, you know, however many, you know, 10, 12 million people that, that I was able to get on, you know, in front of, in front of the voice. Yeah. Um, but again, that doesn't happen had I not had, you know, one particular relationship, you know, with someone who was willing to, to help me out in, in this time of, of need. Um, and, uh, you know, he, so, so I always tell folks, you have to do everything that comes your way. You have all the opportunities, all the performances, you know, now it's uh, all the social media stuff, try to gain as many followers, as many fans, as many friends, um, don't burn bridges with folks if you can help it. Um, you know, try to have as many, you know, folks in your corner as possible because you never know when, uh, you know, when that person may end up, you know, hooking, you know, hooking you up in, in, in some way, um, a short, I'll make this story short, but, yeah. uh, when I was in sixth grade, uh, my mom made me do this. Uh, this drama, like it was like a, a summer program that had like some music and drama and some bunch of other stuff in it. Um, I didn't want to do it, but I did it. Uh, she, uh, she actually, she had, she, she paid me. She said, I'll, I'll pay you $5. If you go to do this <laughs> camp. She probably now that I'm a parent, she probably just wanted to get me out of her hair yeah. uh, for the summer. And now I understand. Um, she's like, I'll pay you $5 if you go and sing this song at this thing. And I'm like, okay, fine. So, so uh, she put me in this thing. I met this guy. Um, he was uh, he was the assistant to the drama director, uh, but he was awesome. He was young. He sang. He played the guitar. And I'm like, man, this guy's cool. And and uh, that's kind of how we we first met. Um, fast forward to um, out, me in high school. Uh, he had asked me to come and do a, a performance uh, 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 to do to play a role in one of the uh, his town's. Uh, 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 theater, uh, his well, musicals. Sure. And uh, I did. I ended up meeting one of the guys in the in the pit was a, a great guitarist. Uh, he and I ended up uh, forming a band together. 
and the drummer when 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 we broke up after uh, college, um, the drummer moved to Los Angeles. He was working with a producer, who uh, he showed my one of my songs to, uh, one of our songs from the from the band, and that producer uh, ended up helping me get my first record deal with Capitol Records. Would probably have never met that guy, and he would have never called me, and I would have never met you know all of the people that made that event happen. Um, so that's why I say you have to do all the things. Yeah. Because you never know, uh, you never know where your opportunity is gonna come from. The other thing I tell people is that they should learn how to play golf. And I say that, I say that with all honesty because there have been so many opportunities that have come into my life because I fell in love with golf and because huh. I'm a musician there are a lot of um, a lot of events that I had been invited to, um, a lot of uh, circles that I was kind of brought into that that had I not played golf, um, I would not, you know, I would not have had the same opportunities. And some of these opportunities are big opportunities to to sing for, uh, you know, for big events for Coca-Cola, for United Airlines, for 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 Delta Airlines. Um, intercontinental hotels, uh, like McDonald's, like so many opportunities because I played golf and was in the right place <laughs> at the right time. That's, so ama that's, that's amazing. Sounds, yeah. It sounds crazy. It has nothing to do with music, but if you're a musician and you can get invited to some of these things and be a part of the, the, the crowd that is performing at some of these things. Yeah. Um, it is literally life changing. I tell, I'm, I tell you, listen, I would be in a much different place after the voice um, had I not played golf because a lot of the opportunities that I've gotten from then to now that folks wouldn't know about, um, you know, a lot of these, these private opportunities, these, these private events that I've, I've been able to do that stem from, from golf, you know, related, you know, events that, that I, you know, that uh, would not have happened, you know, had I, had I, had I not played. So uh, go learn golf and meet a lot of people and, um, yeah, that's that's my my spiel. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Well, Javier, thank you so much for being you know being a agreed. Uh, ugh, I can't even talk today for agreeing <laughs> to be on the show. <laughs> um, and and my, coming. My pleasure, man. Thank you. You know, it's been a crazy experience since I kind of I've started the podcast pretty much in the middle of the pandemic and have gotten to meet some incredible people. Um, just like you said, just putting yourself out there sending messages, you know, saying hello and, and, and doing that. And, and it's, it really is, everything is about who you can come in contact with and who, you know, so it's been, right. it's, it's been an, an incredible ride and, uh, man, thank you so and, much. And for, I think, Oh, go ahead. No, my pleasure. Sorry, sorry to get you off. I was going to say, and I, I think it's awesome what you do. And I got to see some of, uh, you know, some of your, your other podcasts or at least parts of some of them. And, and, uh, I love your, your chat with Nikki walks. Um, oh, yeah. he's, amazing um love love him and um and you know like you said i mean it, you know i think it goes back to uh you know to something i firmly believe is that you have to you got to make the ask yeah you know you got to put yourself on a, on a limb and sometimes you got to kind of have that that uncomfortable hey you know it, you know can i you know is it okay if you know we do this thing you yeah. know if um you know, if you don't ask, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. So you have to be comfortable with, with asking. And, and, and my apologies, I think you, you reached out a couple of times before I was able to get back. Oh, um, no problem. But I, 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 I'm so glad that you, you 
asked a couple times because I missed it the first couple times with the last. I was like, you know what? Yeah, this. Uh, yeah, of course, I, I can. I can totally do it. So, so I'm glad. I'm glad that you did that, and that's you know that goes to show that you know persistence, you know, it, it pays off. And and if you don't ask, if you know, you're not, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna get it. So I I'm so glad that you asked. I'm so glad that that you uh, you checked in again, and uh, and I it's just a, it was a great talk, man. I I appreciate it and. And I uh, appreciate the support and the love, and um, I, I look forward to to hopefully trying to make you laugh with some more TikTok videos. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and hopefully next time I'm in Florida, we'll we'll go and uh, we'll play golf. You play some golf? I've played a little bit, just just a little bit. I'm not go to the hor- driving range. We'll go to the driving range. Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm all for you. it. We'll do it. <laughs> um, I'm, and we'll do it I'm, for sure. one of one thing I saw on a I saw on a UFC show another reality show way back and they said closed mouths don't get fed and that is literally something i've it was a it was a passing comment on the show but ever since i heard that i was like closed mouths don't get fed you got to ask you got to get out there and and, and do it so man 100 percent. thank you again so much and uh i will my pleasure man you know look forward to seeing everything you got coming down the road and hope to talk to you soon I hope that you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. And I'm going to be honest, we let the the tape actually roll for another 15 minutes after. And we talked about all sorts of other stuff, but I didn't add that onto the podcast because we were talking about all sorts of other, you know, random weird things. But like I said, the guy is awesome. If you haven't listened to his music, you can go on Spotify. You can look up Javier to see his first albums that he referred to on the episode. Or if you search Javier Cologne, you can see um, his you know, most recent album, which is Gravity, uh, published in 2016. You follow him on Instagram, follow him on TikTok, all the social media platforms you can find him on. The dude is solid. He's awesome. I've thoroughly enjoyed his Instagram page and his TikTok where he goes back and forth and does duets and these funny little, you know, things back and forth. Awesome, awesome, awesome talent and literally one of the most amazing singers I've ever heard in my life hands down. So like I said, I hope that you guys enjoyed that episode. As always, our episodes are brought to you by Duke Cannon Supply Company. And if you use the promo code BBWEXAPRIL, you're going to save 10% off your entire order, 10% off your order by using BBWEXAPRIL for this podcast, for this episode, and uh, get yourself some smell good. I personally love the solid cologne. That is amazing. It's like a little wax. Put it on. Smells great. Lasts all day. And it's not overbearing it's it's fantastic so get over there dukecanon.com um also you know they give back to our military they give back to our veterans and i am a big supporter of that and being that it is the month of april we are doing a 2000 burpee challenge and uh i've got some making up to do but we're gonna do 2000 burpees in the month of april and try to raise money for um stop soldier suicide so we're doing those things you know here in april we'll talk more about that in maybe another episode Um, actually in in probably the next episode that's going to come out, but I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I hope to have Javier back sometime and I do hope to take him up on his invitation to go play some golf and go, uh, you know, hit the links with him or maybe just top golf or maybe just driving range. Cause I'm sure he's much better than I am. I'm horrible at golf, but that's our show for today. Tune in very, very soon. We've got some other episodes that I'm super excited about as well. And we will talk to you soon. Peace.